Come and grab your friends. It's time for MetaWatch, the world's first, best, only, and probably last MetaBots Damashi podcast. My name is Mitch. I use he and pronouns, and I evolve at level 28. Joining me as always, they evolve with Leafstone, Colin. These episodes are good, finally. That's all I have to say. I <laughs> um, <laughs> use they, them pronouns. Uh. <laughs> back by popular demand, they evolve after trading with a friend, our special guest, Esper Quinn. Hi, everyone. I'm back on the show. I use they, them pronouns, along with a bunch of others. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm happy to be here uh, because I was just watching all these episodes on my own for every moment since I was on here last. I have not <laughs> slept. I've not eaten. And f- quite frankly, I don't want to. I just want Metabots. Well, good. We're talking well, about Metabots you must have. You, you must have watched so much more than we have then. Or have you just simply been watching the same previous episodes over and over again? I'm on season nine. Uh, oh, oh. They're in space now. It's it's okay. it's a whole different thing. So season eight, they go back in time to the, the third season. And uh, all those characters are like off in their sequestered universe. Season nine is like, okay, we're just going to take Metabots as a concept and launch a new thing. Um, and then I think they cross over like later, but I'm not super sure yet. I still got to. Yeah. That. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a pretty <laughs> late season where Koji comes back as um, like he's like he's teaching the new generation of Metabot fighters, but then also becomes the the white Metabot fighter. Uh, right. It's, you know, right. it's wild. Yeah. And everything's dinosaur themed. I really do think I'm going to stop as soon as we get to the episode where they have all of the meta bees get together and fight one giant metabot. Okay, but that was sick. That, that you know, uh, I haven't gotten there yet. No spoilers. Yeah. No spoilers. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's involved with the pirate metabot season, right? That makes sense. I think the one where we all have to download it off the internet instead of buying for it, like that we normally do because we Fucking... watch the show legally. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I I actually am in Japan right now, so I have all of this. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, they just show it on Japanese TBS or whatever, right? Yeah, There's they, a channel actually. Yeah, that just, they got the Metabots channel. Seven. Yeah, <laughs> it's bigger than ever over here, guys. <laughs> Metabots fever is reaching a peak. Hey, that uh, that mobile game that I can't play anymore because they updated uh, was real good. I really enjoyed it, and now I can't play I it anymore. It. I can't. I can't wait for uh, Hideaki Anno to make Shin Met- Metabots. Shin Metabots, I like it. <laughs> they got big legs already, oh, Colin. Uh, hey, we watched Metabots again. Um, and these episodes are actually good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're very good. Um, you know, I mean, we could just get straight into it. Uh, yeah. We got some Slice of Life, slice of life episodes. Uh, we're starting off hot and fresh with Delivery Boy. Um also known as episode. Uproar Over Delivery, which isn't a good title. Oh. Delivery Boy's way better. Uproar Over Delivery <laughs> makes it sound like uh, Icky is operating a, a Grubhub uh, subsidiary. <laughs> mm. It's it's Uproar. It's U-P-R-A-W-R. Ooh. And it's uh, an app that MetaBee started. Um, uproar means I delivered it to you in Dinosaur. Don't. Aw. <laughs> oh. So Delivery Boy, this is a remake of the movie Run, Lola, Run. Um, <laughs> You're not wrong, though. 
I thought this was a remake of Courier with James Gordon-Levitt or whoever. Joseph. Uh, do you mean Levitt. Premium Rush, the movie with Joseph Gordon-Levitt where he's a bike courier? Yeah, I, I, whatever, I man. They cribbed I, off uh, Infamous I saw that mo- PlayStation 3. I saw that movie opening weekend with a friend for no reason. <laughs> I saw the last time. five minutes of that movie about a dozen times because I was cleaning movie theaters for a job okay. back then. Yeah, I <laughs> That's all I've seen of it. I accidentally walked into it once in the movie theater and just turned around and left. <laughs> that was probably the way to go. I had to go the, see some the, dumb movie that no one else wanted to see. The crux of that movie is that uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt becomes a bike courier because he was killing his body in the incredibly abusive and manipulative sport of BMX biking. And the, the like, the climax, <laughs> climax of that movie is him having to BMX bike his way through a warehouse to escape somebody trying to take an envelope from him. That's that's a Disney Channel original movie concept right there. He should have just invented Peloton, because then, you know, he gets to do the bike thing still. He gets to be rich as hell. Uh, apps are involved. A lot of apps in this episode. Um, speaking so it's, of, it's what really metabot hot. with Joseph Gordon-Levitt hot? <laughs> oh. Oh. God, there's so many. I've, he would have all of them. He's he's rich. That's that's a good point. There's no yeah. metal he can't have, right? Well, well, the thing is, is he would um, he would source them all from his fans. He would get them to submit the parts. Uh, okay, he wouldn't actually like buy that. any of them. Uh, <laughs> well, he would have three of them at least because he's got three names. Yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> a metabot named Joseph, one named Gordon, and one named Levitt. I like. Yeah. That. Um. Uh, one of them would be Summer and be very problematic and basically made to kill children. And he would just constantly talk about, like, why does anybody like this metabot that I fight with all the time? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand any of these references. I only know them from Third Rock from the Sun. So, <laughs> well, that's the space season. So we can't yeah. have that yet. He's not in that one. So it's really hot out. Uh, Icky and Meta B are hanging out in front of the air conditioner uh, unit. Uh, Meta B is like, I would love to have ice cream. Please install a tummy inside of me. Um, and I, I think this is the third different voice actor we have for Icky. Yeah. Um, I flash back right here because we have good animation. It's summertime. And we had an episode start just like this before when they were fighting over the fan. Have. And I was like, oh, Metabots is good again. Thank you. <laughs> Finally, oh. more of Icky and Meta B sitting around in the heat. This is what yeah. the show should be. <laughs> it, it beats what they did the last two episodes. Three episodes, yeah. I guess. Uh, I really liked the Justin Roiland character radio announcer. Whoa, it's hot out there. Lots <laughs> of water and sunblock. Yeah. <laughs> that guy seemed like he's he's earning his paycheck at the radio station. Oh, yeah. He Well, uh, you know, sadly, the, the age of the... Um, uh, the the radio commercial character actor is is long gone at this point, so he's just getting what he can get. <laughs> in the in the dystopian future of Metabots, twenty twenty. Although I guess this, there you go. I guess Metabots Damashi, since it takes place the next summer, that's twenty twenty one, baby. Yeah, Th- this takes place uh, in like three weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um really honestly makes sense why they're finally not wearing masks still um there you go yeah uh this is tenryo comes in maybe still uh, wearing his mask this is true (laughs) he also doesn't have to breathe he doesn't have a stomach he doesn't have any internal organs i don't think that i don't think that maybe can get covid uh 
You don't know that. Well, it clearly he can get a tummy, which means that if it came down to it, he could probably get every organ, right? Yeah. I guess he could just get COVID installed if he really wanted to, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mrs. Tenrio walks in, uh, says that uh, Mr. Tenrio left his briefcase behind when uh, he has gone to the war criminal office and that uh, Icky and Metabi have to take it to him. Or he'll lose his job and then they won't have allowance anymore, which all of this is very confusing. <laughs> uh, it's extremely important that I trust my child to do this instead of taking it over there myself. Yeah. And to be fair, she probably wanted the house alone for particular reasons. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, Esper, you obviously know this because you've watched all of the intervening episodes of Metabots. Uh-huh. So you know that the reason that uh, she needs to get Icky and Metabi out of the house is so she can invite strangers over to bone down. Well, that's that's what everybody does, I assume. <laughs> um, what do you think I'm doing while watching Metabots? <laughs> but we do have canonically Miss Tenrio and uh, Mr. Tenrio are still married. And they still, well, you know, and whatever. People, everyone's got all kinds of arrangements. I'm not here yeah. to pass judgment on people. No, but it could have been called into question. We don't know what happened since the last series, and uh, it, yeah. he almost died committing war crimes. So um, you know, who knows? I, I guess he did. He did leave the world police job for a different job. Uh, maybe uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, or Some maybe kind of he's no one. Yeah, position. yeah. Maybe, maybe he realized, hey. Look what happens when I leave my son alone for a little while. I'm gonna have to. St- I'm gonna have to live closer to him now. I better become a salary man. <laughs> what all? What all men dream of being a salary man? Uh, hey. Level management, forgetting their briefcase, and having to give a presentation. It is the dream. I will yeah. take it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, oh, if it's man. that or a cop. I I mean the answer is obvious. <laughs> But but our stakes are established. We have yeah. uh, we have what is it? An hour, half an hour? Yeah, <laughs> hour and a to, half. Well, no, I mean to get the the briefcase yeah. to Papa, yeah. war um, criminal Papa. Yeah, I I think around fifteen minutes. Uh, oh, it's longer than that because they have ten minutes from the train station later. It's an no, hour okay, and a half. True, I'm yeah. telling you. <laughs> okay, I trust you. Um, so they they're they're out they're out there they're they're counting their paces uh, uh, exchanging the briefcase back and forth between B and Icky, uh, and uh, our our good lovable Mook uh, Genkai is getting some ice cream nearby, uh, and the boys see the ice cream and they get excited about that, uh, and Icky accidentally punches Genkai's ice cream cone into his face, uh, which prompts uh, them to get into a, a meta battle maybe, kinda. <laughs> hey, no ref, no battle. Yeah. Uh, well, let me tell you, no no refs in the show at all anymore, sadly. <laughs> that's It doesn't count. I, These I are agree. on canonical episodes. They don't even air on the <laughs> Metabot channel. Well, because the whole thing is the Killabots are, they, they, they're breaking the rules. They're here to just kill people, and therefore they don't want refs around. You know, it's the forbidden season. The refs is still around. <laughs> and the next they season. They just don't yeah. know. He moved on to a different town that has even shittier kids turn their <laughs> lives around via meta battles. But um, Genkai summons his uh, his robot, his metabot, and finally, there's a design in the show I don't hate. Yeah, it's Sherwood. He's pretty, it's, you know, old Robin Hood looking metabot. He's got like an, a bow and arrow for an arm. It's, you know. He, he's got a bow and arrow on one arm that shoots a missile and a flamethrower the other. This guy's just the Mandalorian with a dumber helmet. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I wish sure would. <laughs> but um, he's got a little mustache underneath there. I was really worried about his big red nose at first, as I was trying to parse out what he is, because his name in uh, the sub is Robin Arch, Robin Hood Archer, sure. But yeah. just in case I was missing something, I saw that big red nose, and I had a, I had to really look at him for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, and to make sure it wasn't a racist, uh, racial like you know, yeah. stereotype. Because they didn't show his old body, they just showed his head, and we don't get that nice spin around in the sub that you guys do in the dub. So I had to look him up to make sure, hey, this guy's not racist, right? Because <laughs> we... well, if he was, he'd be racist against like Irish people or something, so it wouldn't matter. Um... <laughs> Whatever race Robin Hood is, <laughs> English is, I believe, the technical, uh, the Anglo-Saxon. There we go. I saw, um, I saw Shrek. He was in that. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, good design. I like it. He's got a yellow pointy beard. He's he's got a missile tucked into a crossbow. It's good. He's got like a th- thick little feather coming out of his hat. You yeah. know, it's, if it's a good look. If um, this was last season, he'd be eh. But in this season, he's cream of the crop. Yeah. Uh. Uh. But yeah, they uh they they get ready for a fight, and uh, Icky and B decide that they're going to instead of fighting, they're going to run away. Um. And uh, Genkai and Sherwood proceed to chase them into a supermarket. Uh, and, uh, Ginkai gets Sherwood into a, uh, a shopping cart as they kind of, kind of dodge between aisles and they're locking on. It's, you know, it's a good action sequence. We're finally getting some good action sequences. Uh, and, uh, when they can't get a good shot, uh, they swap out that big missile arrow arm for a big sword. And, some uh, extremely then... long grocery aisles in this store. They are oh, running yeah. a lot. It's it's like what if you had a like your traditional grocery store, but it's like the size of a of a of a Walmart, except it's just nothing but aisles that run the entire way. <laughs> it's just from one end to the other. It's impossible getting through because usually there's like a space in the middle of these where you can move from one aisle to the other. No, one side or the other. That's it. Yeah, they don't believe in in caps. They don't believe in you know extorting people with marketing and that kind of stuff. Uh, and they're right. This is a socialist uh, supermarket. And whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. <laughs> See, <laughs> I was just going to go with, um, you no, know, we mentioned it a lot last series of MetaWatch. Um, someone came on the show and had a, a really good theory about it. It's all from Mickey's point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, who was it? Doesn't matter. Um, the idea is, you know, <laughs> Icky's a dumb little kid. He thinks these aisles are long, so they're long. It's fine. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, whoever, whoever came thought up of that, that theory, theory sounds yeah. really hot. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely a very intelligent, beautiful person that came up with that theory. Um, yeah, did we come up with that theory, Colin? Then I don't think so. I would have remembered know. if you guys did that. Um, was it maybe like Elon Musk? He's really smart, right? Oh, that's a good point. It might be. <laughs> I was <Musk>. drinking. <laughs> Why are you was... drinking during this podcast? That's you, you're you're going to start slurring your words. It, it is warm. Fair enough. It's very hot. Yeah. The announcer said it. Yes. Yeah. We got cicadas. It's hot. Uh, So, Icky and Metabee start throwing cabbages at uh, Sherwood, and he effortlessly chops them up in the air with his sword. And uh, then they start throwing cucumbers, and then some carrots and tomatoes. And uh, look at that. Uh, They've made some three perfect salads for free samples uh, in the middle of this grocery store, and everyone's cheering on. And clapping and excited about it, and it's great. Uh, and so Icky and Metabi continue to escape after the beautiful salads are made. Should have threw some French dressing. Just really zest it up. 
even just like a crack of black pepper, like, you know, uh, you just need some brightness in there. Those tomatoes, unless they're really heirloom tomatoes, are not going to have enough acid to carry the salad. Like no altogether. croutons, no nothing, man. It's yeah. just like I can eat veggies, but like, is that a salad? I don't know. You like, yeah, like you need some, like some, some balsamic or some parmesan or something to there get that umami factor in there. You know, <laughs> that was an entire carrot shredded on each of those salads. That, Listen, that... <laughs> I'm not doubting Sherwood's skills. He's obviously has like you know knife control. He could be a sous chef at any five star restaurant, but like the planning. The flavor profiles. You need an acid in I there, agree. Bitch. Come on. No, I, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying, that's too much carrot. That's and I like carrot. carrot. Um, I, I was, this entire scene, I was really just flabbergasted because um, they're just shooting up this grocery store and no one cares. Yeah. Um, they so, do repeatedly say we can't row battle here. You shouldn't fire weapons in here, and they do anyways. Uh, uh, the only mention of it comes with Metabee, shoot as much as you want. But be careful with your shooting. We don't want to disturb other customers. I'm like, I didn't know this took place in America now. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you know, libertarian hellscape. You got to, like, the, the thing that is, you don't want to disrupt uh, the economy. That's yeah. That's the most important thing. Um, <laughs> God. No, so uh, Icky runs away. We find Sam. It's nice. Yeah. They run into Sam and Peppercat who've come in to get groceries for Sam's mom. Um, and, uh, Icky talks them up for a bit to get them in place and then runs behind them and basically just like uses them as a stopgap for, for Genkai to bowl over them, uh, which um, sets us up for the second part of these, this chase. <laughs> we, we get a really good, uh, bit here cause Icky's like, oh, wonderful. You're just the person I wanted to see. I'm so happy to see you. And he puts his hands on her shoulder and she goes, ew, gross. <laughs> well, she's right. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. gross. Icky, but you gross as hell. I, I just, I'm glad we're getting Sam coming back to, hey, I'm the best and everyone's attracted to me. We're, we're getting old Sam back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they run away. And uh, Sam's chasing, Ginkai's chasing, and then we cut away, and it's great. Yeah. I love these we, new guys. We cut away, yeah. We we get some some other new information here. We've got some gangsters in the sewer. They're they're planning a stick-up of some kind. Um. And then we, we get to see the, the Ginyo Corporation that Mr. Tenryo works at now, where he's filling out his war crime paperwork. Uh, and then we pop back over to the gangsters, and uh, they're, they're robbing a bank. So, Just, um, you know. real quick, uh, he's working at the Ginyo Corporation. That was the Ginyo Grocery. Oh. You know, follow the money. You can, and, yeah. <laughs> it all connects. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I would like to point out that I took a note on uh, – you, are you are you doing a lot of extreme sports with that G-Shock watch, Mr. Salary Man? <laughs> That's a big ass watch you got, my guy. Listen, they give it out. It's also the the, the G the G and G-Shock stands for Kenya Corporation. <laughs> Kenya Shock. <laughs> Look, he is a dad. Sometimes That's you a, just a good point. You, you just have bad watches. It's how it goes. He's really hoping that on the weekends he can get out there and get back to like you know cutting some gnar, um, <laughs> doing some ex- some some you know getting up to the slopes. Okay, you know, really carving carving some powder. Uh, Wait a minute though. BMXing his way through a warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> so when I saw that watch, I'm like, oh, that looks like a meta watch. Uh, maybe sure. he's a, maybe he's a, a meta battler. And I'm like, wait a minute. It's an all-white metal watch. Icky had an all-white metal watch. Icky just gave his dad his old watch to use as a watch. <laughs> Dad's got some small wrists, man. That thing's so huge. 
His, his dad's not much bigger than he is. His dad is That's smaller true. than his wife. I'm, also, I, I like you know, I didn't notice it this episode, but in the next episode, it does feel like maybe Icky and Arika grew like five inches. Yeah, they look taller. <laughs> it's hard to tell with yeah inconsistent animation. Hey, but. hey, it's high school. It's a year later. They yeah. they they're they're basically Riverdale kids now. I mean, they were in elementary school before, and now it appears they're in junior high. So, like, yeah, you know, junior high is basically the the high school of junior highs i guess uh that's a really astute observation <laughs> i like these pantyhose guys they're great oh yeah uh, the the effect of having pantyhose in their head it's it's a good it's good it's 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 well drawn his nose is all pinched up uh they're getting all the money <laughs> they're filling up one single briefcase though it seems like maybe they could have gone for more uh they were in a, a duffel bag at least right yeah they were in a rush um i also love these guys voices uh the bank robber with the beautiful eyes you know he's fun kind of gruff the other guy both in the sub and the dub i love his just his high-pitched squeaky kind of wimpy voice i love it it's great oh it's yeah perfect <laughs> we were uh discussing ghost in the shell a little bit before this episode that's bato doing the voice of this guy here oh and, okay uh, he's having a good old time with this character <laughs> oh man Finally, he gets to play the robber instead of the cop, you know what I'm exactly. saying? The other uh, side of the law. Fine. Yeah. A-cab, he, he realized. He's like, fuck it, I want to steal money. It's way more fun. Am yeah. I allowed to swear on this? I'm sorry. Yeah, you are. It's fine. All right, uh, right. We've sworn a lot, especially the last couple of episodes. Uh, oh, man. Um, we can only yeah, swear they... as much as Metabi swears, and he does it all okay. the time, so we're good. Yeah. yeah. That, that he... salty bastard. You know he's dropping MFers every every he, other line. Uh, he he does say shit, damn it, and bastard constantly in the sub. So I assume he's saying worse things when we're not watching. Oh god, just, I'm imagining him like really grilling into somebody, just like a, a '70s cop movie. Really, just gun to the head, torture scene. Metabi just laying into him. That's, You're describing yeah. several fight scenes in Metabots. <laughs> Metabi right. often wins fights by putting heads to the guns of living human children and cussing at them. Well, I think that's exactly what kids need to see in their animation. I agree. Is, uh, hey, robots, it's, they'll put guns to your head and swear at you. Yeah. It's frankly wild to think that that's legal in the idea of what a metabot competition has, and yet whatever the kilobots are doing is against the rules. Uh, to be fair. Because they reload their weapons mid-fight. Yeah, it's uh, rude. It's rude as hell. You need to fight against this bureaucracy. Yeah. Uh, so, um, as the bank robbers come out of the bank with their small briefcase of money, and I assume a fat bit wallet of Bitcoin, probably... Um, yeah, they got uh, they got cred sticks. Is the yeah, thing. <laughs> they've got so many. Like it's it's you know not in the briefcase, but they had so many NFTs transferred over to them. Uh, <laughs> uh, they escape and uh, uh, but but run into bodily run into Icky and Metabi, and of course uh, the briefcases get mixed up as they get shot at while they're kind of like held down here by Sam and Pepper Peppercat, who've uh, caught up with them, <laughs> which is great. Um, give Peppercat a gun. I've said it since episode one. I'll say it again next episode. Give Peppercat a gun. Um, I mean, it, it is just Crosser Dog's arm, though. <laughs> so she I feel like took I it. want That's great. a version of this theme song, except the show is called Peppercat with a gun. 
<laughs> yeah, all right. Um, there's a bit of censorship here in the uh, the sub and dub. Um, we actually see Pepper shoot the bullet and pop the tire, and that's taken out of the dub. Okay. Oh, yeah, they just kind of have a flat tire. And I was like, wow, these guys are really dumbasses. Which... <laughs> Which is weird. I mean, to me. I feel like it's still implied that it's from being shot at repeatedly by two metabots, but yeah, yeah, it, it, it is weird to me that like, oh, we can't show, we can't show that uh, a tire got popped by a bullet, but we can show human beings getting shot at. Well, they had it coming. They're bad guys. They're Listen, bad guys. the the WB rap sheet on what can and cannot be showed is is probably a mile long. Uh. uh. I'm just glad we get, yeah. we get to keep these guys around, though. Like, I really do like yeah. these robbers. I hope they come back. They yeah. won't. Um, they do. They're in season know. six. Yeah. They're like okay. a bulk and skull type. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then eventually they also become meta fighters in like season nine. You know. Uh, also, it turns out that the actor for one of the the bank robbers is actually one of the producers who's been writing the show the entire time. You don't find that out until like two thousand and like nineteen. He adds a lot of the better dub jokes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they you know Icky and Metabi make it away. Uh, Ginkgo and Sam and Peppercat and uh, Sherwood chase after them. The cops show up. The gangsters still manage to escape uh, and and get to their hideout, only to realize that they have the wrong briefcase. Um, and so they're gonna they're gonna they're they gotta get after them. Um, we cut to Icky and Metabi, who have lost everybody in what they assume is the heat of the day, that they just can't keep up, only to see that Sam and Genkai have uh, hitched onto a truck and pull up right next to them, and then also the gangsters are actually still following them. Um, and uh, yeah, Icky thinks that the gangsters are evil spies that are trying to steal his dad's documents because he's a war criminal. Uh, um, and so they run off into an It's corporate espionage. Yeah. It's, re- it's intense. <laughs> Icky has no idea how deep in he's gotten. This is three days of the condor. Yeah. Uh, uh, so this, this is some, did William S. Ebs, uh, blah, 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 blah. Did William S. Gibson write this episode? Because like, this is some intense Johnny mnemonic <laughs> shit right here. <laughs> um, in the sub, he goes, you can't possibly care about these documents. Oh God! It's because we're the only witnesses, aren't we? You're gonna kill us. <laughs> so you know, a little bit more on the nose there. Yeah. Um, but as they run, we get my favorite gag of the show so far. Entire series of Metabots Damashi. They run by a cop car. The cop looks at him, looks down at the photo, pauses, looks at the other photo, and goes, "Oh." It's <laughs> <laughs> a good gag. Yeah. Because I also he, like that the show is teaching kids to run from cops. You should always yeah. run from cops. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we do arrive at the subway eat fresh uh, eventually. Um, and here's something that's really confusing for me. So Icky and Metabi get to the terminal and they're like, we've got to use the subway to get there fast enough. Dad's work is two stops away and will need to transfer. That means that they are they could just run diagonally to get to their dad's work, right? Like that's what? Like a couple of blocks? Like they are taking they're going one stop, transferring to a different line and going another stop. That's like basically no distance. I don't know. I've never lived in a city with an adequate public transportation system, but it just seems like it's really close. <laughs> Do you want me to uh solve your problem there for you? Yes. They just needed more time to talk <laughs> because they talk quite a bit about how much they need 90 yen. And that's a recurring okay. gag for the rest of the scene. 
Is that they're like, oh, we need to do this. Oh, we need 90 yen. Hold on. Let me get 90 yen. Okay. Now yeah. I have 90 yen. Now we can go. I, I feel like the, the goof there is a little bit better when they hear uh, Sam and Genkai and everybody uh, then like stating into the uh, confusedly into the, the terminals that they have to go two stops and make a transfer like they've just been listening to Icky. Yeah. But, you know, 90 yen also works. I I like this gag. They get it, and then the cops show up, and the cops also have to get tickets. And then the yeah, the that's captains, also good. Yeah, the captain's mad that they're getting tickets. I guess for some reason, they're cops. Clearly, they should be breaking the law and jumping the the turnstiles, which they would normally arrest people for. Yeah, ACAB, including Icky's dad, maybe. And I, I I won't spoil it by the end of the episode. Icky. Well, yeah. <laughs> Well, we already know Icky sucks. A crime is a cop. He's a narc. And uh, I will say a note that I do have written down here. Cop cars look pretty cool. It's true. That's a good design for a cop car. They are like classic, like, you know, RoboCop cop cars. You know, your your classic 80s movie cop car. (laughs) And, okay, you can't really get mad at Icky for stopping the robber. It's like saying, oh, a curb stopped the robber because the curb tripped over it. Or the well, that curb shouldn't be a bastard. I'm just yeah. saying. I, we're gonna. Well, th- there's other things that Icky does uh, later that we'll we'll get to. Um, but in the meantime, we have a we have a row battle in a subway car, uh, which is which pretty rules. intense. Yeah, everyone's kind this of like the... running out of this car because like two robots are firing bullets at each other. <laughs> this is the Cowboy Bebop the movie of Metabots Damashi episodes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where's the where's um, the Steve Blum voice track for Metabi talking about how he wants a woman to splatter his brains on pavement? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we get a conductor talking over the uh, intercom of the train and going, smoking, name-calling, and row battles are inconveniences to other drivers, so please refrain from doing so. Yeah. Which, Pretty good line. So, okay, name-calling and row battles must be happening, which means there's somebody smoking, too, and that guy just got called out. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy in another car smoking, going shit. Okay, yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey's on here. Uh, he's got his mask on, and he is in fact smoking, and it's really offending some people because they don't like his style of comedy it's not allowed he's not allowed to have big bulging eyes and a tongue that rolls up. Yeah, <laughs> Tex Avery is not him. popular in Japan. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is actually a pretty decent fight. This is the best yeah. animated fight we've gotten this entire series. Yeah. yeah. Um we we do we get some fun stuff like Sherwood's about to like deliver the killing blow to Metabi and Metabi jumps up with like the help of the the like handhold rings and then like kicks Sherwood in the face. Sherwood tackles him back and you know they have a shootout and then Metabi gets flung out a window <laughs> but gets saved by his magnetic underwear. Uh he, he gets punched out the window and Sam goes, "Yeah." And I'm like, Sam, you helped him save the world. It's fucking sick to see somebody get punched out the window, Mitch. Sam knew he had his magnetic underwear on. Yeah. Uh, I will say the way it was animated when Meta B jumps up and is hanging on the handholds on the ceiling. I was like, oh, does Meta B have some ability that lets him grow to twice his size? Is that (laughs) what I'm seeing here? But no, he's just up there and closer to the camera. Yeah. Yeah. You know, great animation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the animation is far better than we've seen lately. It's still not the top it's ever been, to be fair. But yeah. I, 
I, I know you've seen the last episode like 30 times, Esper, but like, go yeah. back and rewatch that fight scene. It's just two wet paper towels kind of touching each other sometimes. That's it. Look, it's no season seven. I think we all agree on that. <laughs> yeah, well, we know season seven was entirely rotoscoped and they had Sean Bean do a lot of the choreography. So like, you know, of course it's going to be good. Of course it's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you know, Meta B crawls back into the, uh, into the train. Um, uh, there is a, uh, you know, it, it, everything seems to be fine. Uh, Meta B and Sherwood climb onto the top of the train as a copper chopper is kind of like flies around to like be able to film whatever is going on. Uh, Iki and Genkai are using their Meta Watch Plus's like camera feature to be able to keep up with the fight. Um, and the, the robbers are trying to get to Icky, but just like the, you know, the crowd isn't letting them and they apparently spill somebody's smoothie on uh, their smoothie everywhere now. Okay. So as good as Metabots, this series was, we did not have a fight on top of a train. That's true. In fact, we are four episodes in now and we've gotten two trains. We only got one in the entire first series. Uh, I will say I also very much appreciated the NPC filler text of, hey, you made me drop my smoothie. <laughs> it was extremely good. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we immediately get such a great follow-up of something else that has never happened in um, uh, Metabots, and that's feet pics. Uh, <laughs> because <laughs> Metabee shoots Sherwood's toe off to make him fall over. <laughs> His Achilles toe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um and yeah, she do, do you know why off, grabs him and flings him off the train. Uh, do you know why? Because they mentioned shooting his feet inside the train, and then they said it twice on top of the train. Do you know why this guy's weakness is his foot? Um, I I'm unaware of Robin Hood having a toe weakness. Uh, I sure would like to know. <sighs> okay, okay, I'm just okay. All right, yeah, Bazinga. We can't say that this series. It doesn't deserve it. <laughs> Mitch, tell us about the feet. <laughs> I don't know anything more about the feet. He got shot in the feet and fell over. The end. I don't know anything oh, you else. you were asking. I thought you had some, like, <laughs> well, in Japan. There. No. Yeah, I thought you were about to reveal something, some hidden truth of the subtitles. <laughs> I got nothing. He got shot in the toesies. They went owie and okay, fell forward. Yeah. That's it. Hey, if I got shot in the toe, I'd probably fall forward, too. Yeah. I don't know. You know, you get shot in the toe, you fall over, uh, Metabi grabs you and throws you off of a fucking train. And, this happens uh, to me yeah. weekly. Yeah, and you're dead until we find out later. Um, okay, um, I do want to point out here real quick, um, we've seen it throughout this entire episode, Medib- but like we see it pretty clearly as they're grappling each other. Metabi's got like green bug eyes on the side of his head now. I did yes. not recognize them from the last three episodes, but they're here now. Yeah, um, who knows? Maybe a, a, a animation crew that's more prepared to recreate specific character models is now working on the show and, you know, consistently rendering them from shot to shot. I'm not looking up anything. I'm not looking up toe pics <laughs> of Metabots. I'm not looking up why it's drawn if, differently. If the official Metabots rewatch podcast isn't going to dig into this, no one will. <laughs> Yeah, it's, listen. Uh, it's true. Meta is just gonna remain the the um the secret season that nobody has to watch. You can listen to this podcast to enjoy it, and uh, nobody ever has to look into the show ever again because there's too there's too much feet. 
it, we're going to find out that Quentin Tarantino ghost directed this episode or something. <laughs> Look, we are the first, the best, and most definitely the last podcast ever going to be about Metabot Stop Machine. We, it makes sense Tarantino would do this episode because there is a lot of guns. <laughs> there is. I, that was like a thing that kind of really weirded me out is, uh, you know, when they get to the, the subway station and like this fleet of squad cars pulls up and a bunch of like like cops charge after them it's the only time we see like literally like eight people holding like surface revolvers ever in this show yeah it's the most real guns we've ever seen yeah (laughs) yeah it it's very weird cops have guns and not robot guns that shoot metabots yeah they should because i mean they committed war crimes with metabots so that way they the humans can get away with them well i didn't do those war crimes the robot did so it's it's weird that cops don't do robots for their you know their war crimes okay it sounds like you're questioning what a cop does and you should never do that match um <laughs> is chappy a metabot i'm sorry i know that sounds like it comes out of nowhere but i was thinking about chappy today um and how you know chappy cops have robots feel like then. a metabot i would have to rewatch chappy to see if they ever put a metal in him or if he's occupied by an alien being fair point fair point <laughs> uh let's see so, um, you know, uh, Icky and Medibi, uh, you know, Sam congratulates them and gets trapped on the train. Uh, they realize they only have five minutes left when they get off off the train and are, are booking it to the corporate high rise where Icky's dad works, only to uh, get cornered by Sherwood, who I guess uh, Genkai transferred some flying legs onto at the last second, who is kind of facing off against them, uh, as also the robbers corner them as well. Um, Icky has to get this, uh, this briefcase, offers a draw to Genkai, who refuses, and so Medibi says he'll handle all these motherfuckers, and Icky runs into the building to deliver this briefcase while, um, uh, transferring some flying legs to Medibi to start just having a row battle, and I guess they're just gonna ignore the fact that Icky is gonna be chased by, by criminals up a staircase for a long time. (laughs) I really loved that they reused that animation three times and just cropped in a little bit each time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Genuinely a very good bit. Yeah. It, uh, it, cause it, it, you know, it doesn't feel like they're reusing the animation, even though they clearly are. Uh, it just, you know, just feels like, wow, we're really going up 12 flights of stairs right now and not the same flight of stairs zoomed in a little bit more. Uh, it's the exact same thing in the sub. It's great. I, I wish they wouldn't have cropped in. I wish they would have just straight used the same footage each time. That would have made it even the, it would even choice. Uh, the thing that would have been made perfect for me is that they, they took a page out of that Monty Python book and just had it be when they start going up the stairs, there's a slow pan in onto them. And the minute they hit the next stair, it zooms back out and does the same pan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Um, okay, hold on. No, yeah. I, I'm still I'm still in this Chappie thing. <laughs> so Chappie is a sequel to Real Steel, right? Obviously. No, Chappie is the sequel to District Nine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but Real Steel is also a robot fighting uh, movie starring Hugh Jackman. Yeah, but that's like a boxing movie. I don't really feel like there's any crossover. Here yeah, but doesn't he all. retire and then go on to? Chappie, well, whatever Chappie does. See, here's the thing: Chappie is a prequel, and that's oh. his uh, cop ancestor. 
Okay. That yeah, because he goes into Chappie being uh, a nine eleven Marine soldier or whatever, uh, and mm-hmm. so it makes more sense that Chappie is the thing that warms his heart, so that eventually he can go on to be the the coach in Real Steel. Okay, and I hang out with a kid in a junkyard. I didn't watch yeah. any of the Fox X Men movies. I got lost. Yeah. Um. Here's what I will tell you about Real Steel. It is how I remember to uh the spelling of steal the verb versus steal the noun. And I'm not ashamed to say that. Really? It's, uh, <laughs> You're very useful. Not ashamed? Real Steel is the one that no, did it for you? Yeah. I'm not ashamed to say that I. anytime I type the word steel, I'm like, is this supposed to rhyme with real or not? And that's how I, I figure it out. I'm very bad at spelling, Mitch. I, oh, I always think this isn't going to make any sense to anyone but me. But I always think of Steve Steele, the anarchist city councilman back in Toledo. All right. <laughs> uh, Steve Steele was a real dickhead, everybody. Uh, is, is that steel spelled like steel the metal or steel the verb? Uh, I, S-T-E-E-L-E. So neither. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh man i can't judge anyone here we all three got the time zone thing wrong today this is true true. yeah uh like um we all three got it wrong in different ways i think yeah so uh you know icky's icky makes is sees the boardroom uh that he has to get this this to and we enter slow-mo because we are an american action movie now uh definitely quentin tarantino is directing this at this point um and is about to uh, we see the robbers closing in on him a hand outstretched only to be taken down by five police officers clearing icky to take the wrong briefcase into this boardroom and as he opens the door he trips and falls only to reveal that in being tackled by these police officers the robber has also accidentally tripped and thrown the briefcase briefcase and the correct briefcase lands in front of Mr. Tenrio at the exact proper moment for him to not get fired for presenting his war crimes uh quarterly report or whatever the fuck he's doing at this, this corporation and everything's okay you know the x shows all the war and the y shows all the crime and look how the line rises here when yeah. there's more war and we do more war crime yeah to be fair, this is exactly how Run Lola Run ends. They had yeah. to honor the source material. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, like, this is a children's show. We couldn't kill Icky multiple times and have everything restart from the beginning. So, like, it, uh, it, understand why they can't do that. But, you know, at least Did he does have a bright red that happen in your guys' version? <laughs> I might have watched the wrong thing then. You were watching, yeah, you were watching the German uh, subtitles. Uh, <laughs> I, I was watching it in the original German. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah, yeah. they, uh, um, before they butcher it for the Japanese broadcast. Yeah, as as we know, uh, uh, you know, while they butchered Naruto for the German, the German uh, dub, uh, the actually Meta, Metabots is in its purest form in the German version. Uh, of course, it's originally Metaboots with the umlaut over the O. So, God, <laughs> Beetlebot oh, man. Uh, so yeah, uh, Mr. Tenrio gets his briefcase, everything's going just fine, it's alright now, uh, you know, Icky is left outside of, uh, you know, in all this time we have just cuts to Metabee just shooting the shit out of Sherwood as they're both flying around, because nobody cares about that, uh, no. who cares about a meta fight in an episode of Metabot? Yeah, this is a real Metabot episode, the fight doesn't actually matter. 
Yeah. Uh, and uh, Icky is confused and opens up his briefcase to find it's full of money. And he just hands it over to the cops. He doesn't hold on to it. Hey, that's uh, that's libertarianism for you. Yeah. I, I li- the, 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 the way police I officers it. are the ones that, that deserve the money for the service that they render. For all the work they did today. Yeah. The, the way I took it was Icky was so dumbfounded and doesn't understand what was going on. The cop just took it out of his hands and Icky couldn't register what was happening. This is also true. Cops are thieves. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like <laughs> Icky's also stupid. Yeah. He, he's not being nice by trying to give back the money or lawful or whatever you want to call it. He literally didn't understand what was happening. Oh, man. And and the poor fool walks out with Metabi, uh, and Metabi's excited because this, you know, Mr. Tenryo gets to keep his job so they could keep their allowance, which means that Icky should definitely buy him a tummy so that he could eat as much ice cream as he wants. Um, we get another. Also, Sam and Pepper Cat are literally lost in the countryside of Japan because they went to the end of the line, uh... <laughs> which is good. Um, but we we get another sweet line from uh, Metabi. Uh, instead of getting a tummy for ice cream, he says, "Let's go home. Our mother is waiting on us." Aww, we're, we're back. The Metabots yeah. is back. Metabots is back, baby. Woo. <laughs> It's been so um, rough these last it has been couple episodes. It's good to have an episode where nothing matters. I could like I can't believe <laughs> that I can say that, but like wow, it's great to have an episode where no plot important things have happened and it's just It's thrilling high octane action. Yeah, we just saw a chase sequence for like 22 minutes. <laughs> and then oh, uh, this next episode, it's an Eureka episode. Like yeah. I uh, Blessed. And you know, it's it it's called the scoop of the century, which I don't think any scoop in this is the scoop of the century, but I'm excited for uh, it. Uh, well, no, they're talking about the scoop that Metabee's going to get of ice cream with oh. his new robo-tummy. <laughs> oh, robo-tummy. Uh, uh, it's called Showdown Scoop Fight. Okay. Showdown Scoop Fight. All right. Yeah. Which, well, that, yeah, that they're, is they're, what yeah. it is. Yeah, because there's two competing ice cream uh, parlors trying to get Metabee his favorite uh, sorbet. See, I thought we because were Because going- as we know, even the Metabot's tummy can't process lactose. It's got to be just sugar and fruit. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll go with you on that one. Um, I, I legitimately thought it was going to be another Yakuza um, um, property ownership episode. And there's going to be okay. bulldozers and stuff. Uh, those, in- those would scoop. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while since we've had a Yakuza episode. We it has been a while. Like like season it's been since season 1, so we can only hope that we'll get more well, now. Well, uh, we had that one in, we had uh the Coachman Mountain Yakuza episode season 1. We also had yeah. uh the uh Pure Maid uh Yakuza yeah. episode. That's two Yakuza episodes. At least you get a lot more of them next season. Yeah. Um, there is the, the, I mean, there is the season where Capcom sponsored it. So Kazuma Kiryu is in every episode. Um, man, that would be crazy because they don't have the rights to Yakuza. Sega does. <laughs> Boom. Insert credit, everybody. <laughs> I'm just imagining oh, literally anybody having the rights to a, a Metabots video game and then releasing it so I could play it. Imagine. <laughs> Yeah, maybe talk about that on your well-researched, well-produced podcast, Esper. <laughs> uh, I will pass along the note. <laughs> They're demanding more Metabots, Metabots. everyone. I'm, yeah. I saw someone post the other day, um, 
because I, I sent a news article to Colin about the um, the Metabots uh, video game was in the news uh, because it stole. Um, they stole the emulation for it from a uh, you know a person here in the U.S. and didn't credit them. Um, and then the a few days later, I saw someone post about a bug in the game that that crashed someone's save file, and people started complaining about the game again. I'm like, I don't even get to play this bad game. <laughs> Come on, you gotta you gotta play this thing, man. We'll get you a VPN. We'll do whatever it takes. Well, I could yeah. I could You've have got it. To I just have can't. This thing ruin your computer. <laughs> I can get it on my Switch right now. I could play it. I just couldn't read anything. What does that have to do with anything? Yeah, you have to you have to connect with your Metabot as a Meta Fighter, and then you'll understand. The language is just going to get in the way. Is it a game about reading or about row battling? <laughs> One leads to the other. Do you other. think Icky can read? Because I don't. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Icky can read. That's how he gets in trouble all the time. He just can't write. Or study, <laughs> No, apparently. Yeah. Uh, so we start out this episode with somebody saying, sorry. Um, and, uh, yeah, apparently, uh, uh, the faculty of the school don't understand why they have a newspaper club and a news broadcast club. So they're pitting Arika and nameless camera boy that I never got a name for. He uh, never gets named (laughs) in either the sub or the dub. (laughs) He's simply, he's simply a boy, like... I mean, you know, I've been I've been the person boy. behind the camera, and you know that you never get credit. <laughs> I was really now, hoping he'd be a recurring character because he's a fun antagonist to Arika, but like he doesn't have a name. the 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 whole reason that these two clubs are being merged is because of the rising cost of these Ginyu pencils. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it it's you know like you like you said, Esper, you got to follow the money. It's all it's all down to there. The Murdochs are like connected. trying to merge all of these media like establishments so they can control the news. They're laying the groundwork for season five in this season. Nobody even catches it until then. Yeah. Uh, um, it, it, you know, uh, we really, I mean, we always talk about how we think that Arika needs a bigger focus, but we should remember it in season five. She does literally square off against the alt-right with a, a Fox News channel. So, like, God, how good would really that be, though? I want to see it. I want to see an Arika journalism series. I talked about this last time. I, I want to see her. Yeah, I guess she has to fight against the alt-right because uh, that's the only thing a person with journalistic integrity can do. But um, ugh, I want to see her run but, around and do stuff. Well, I mean, this is just like, I mean, you know, Esper, you asked us like to pitch you on a fucking Metabots movie. And like the answer is you make fucking Detective Pikachu with Arika as the main character. Like, that's just that's what it is. <laughs> Who do you cast is what I've always wanted to know. Oh, uh, God. Um, Zendaya, I guess. OK, there you go. <laughs> Um, you gotta you still gotta throw John Cena in there. I don't care who. Yeah, he, well, John Cena is meta. Uh, I mean, John, <laughs> but it'd be brass. So John Cena would be brass. Yeah, John Cena is brass. We're gonna put him in a robot sailor suit. <laughs> They'll look great. All right, I'm sold. Funny. Yeah. Oh man. Um, um. So in the that man is gonna be in a Fast and Furious. We're talking about Metabots. I'm sorry. Uh, the guy in the sub is so wishy washy and verbose, and he says, and I quote. Some people believe that, well, even if others don't. And even if you do it, you should decide for yourself. But regardless, some people believe, so she just starts yelling at him and telling him, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, and no, it's it great. So good. He's constantly playing with the fucking, like, half, like, 
used pencils and shit too. Like it's yeah. it's it's fantastic. Um, he's a good character. I like him. Yeah. Uh, so we also we like learned YouTube some more sh- here. Yeah. Arika's the only person in the newspaper club. Oh. Which means I'm guessing this this boy's the only person in the broadcast news club too. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Um. But we learn our with Arika being the only person in the newspaper club. So every time she brags about being the head of the newspaper club in school, it didn't actually mean anything. But it also means she really is the one writing all the articles, um, editing everything, and uh, taking all yeah. the pictures and designing the newspaper every week. I, I still think that Brass is probably like taking a lot of the well, technical uh, production yeah, stuff, sure. given that she has a computer in her brain. But, you know. Well, oh, okay. Um, the computer. No, it's because she has a good work ethic. That's that. Also, that uh, <laughs> computer in the brain. Medibee's got a computer in his brain. You don't see him being good at anything. That's, That's a choice. <laughs> Medib- He's using it to play a cowboy. Uh, <laughs> Himbo by choice. Medibee. He's yeah. just got MP3s looping in there. Yeah, just playing nothing but uh, um, you know, Cruel Angel's thesis at all times. Swapping it out with Sandstorm when he gets spicy. Uh, so, uh, the two of them decide that they're going to compete over who gets to, like, have control and whose club will be the primary club, uh, and they'll do it by getting scoops, uh, which is when Arika gets support from her good friend Moira, who we've definitely met before, who is definitely going to appear in future episodes and not simply disappear as a stock character, um, and, uh, she hints at the fact that she's been pining after somebody, which goes nowhere. Um, Iki and Metabi want ice Wrong. cream. And that- Wrong. Oh. It goes lots of places. <laughs> Enlighten. No. Yeah. We'll get to it. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. I will say they don't. They never reference it. Like even though they kind of imply that this is the the well they're going to go to, they do not reference it until the very end, where Arika did nothing about it. Uh, um, wrong. Again, yeah. but they see they she see brings Ikea it up Medibi every scene getting... she's in. Okay, and then at the end, we like throughout the entire episode, her being in love with someone is like a key focal point. Okay, I'm sorry, the That's dub her is whole worse. Character. She she's like nine. Her entire character is she has a crush on a boy. See, I again was watching it at double speed and must have missed something because I was like, "Oh, does she have a crush on Arika? All right, cool, progressive." <laughs> yeah, I I actually originally I thought Arika and or Icky, one of the two. There you go. I yeah, I thought it was going to turn out to be Icky, or they're going to reintroduce Koji, even though I knew that would never happen. But oh well. Um, Koji doesn't Ikki go to the Medibi school. Getting ice cream, and Arika is inspired by that. She's going to do a cover story about them because they're champions or something. Um, it's uh, it's Mora's idea. She goes, "It's it's hard to believe that they're just kids, but they're also the world's uh, second champion." And she goes, "Oh yeah, I guess I could use that." <laughs> um, Medibi and Iki are fighting because Iki wants to eat hard, hard ice cream. And Medibi wants to buy bullets, which, you know, this Medibi is the Medibi world. Medibi wants his bullets to be hard like ice, is what you're telling me. <laughs> Actually, what he says, uh, buy me bullets, I'm going to hard, hard punch you. Which which worked. Damn. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we do cut over to Camera Boy real quick, who trips and breaks his camera, um, which is when he runs into Cam. Uh, who famously looks like all production IG standalone complex characters for some reason, uh, who mm-hmm. offers to lend him a helping hand and uh, gives him a Kilobot medal that'll definitely help him, uh, you know, do what he needs to do. <laughs> um, we do learn that the uh, the camera is 10 megapixels because he brings it up quite a bit. <laughs> Damn. Damn. 
That's which, so many pixels. Hey, for <laughs> it's advanced broadcast equipment. For July twenty eighth, two thousand, when this episode was uh, premiered, ten megapixels was pretty big. I mean, okay. As but, we know, this what episode about, takes place three weeks from now. Yeah, yeah. What, what about July twenty 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 one? How many how many megapixels does your average iPhone have right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it was just really exciting. He mentioned how as ten megapixels, and like, oh, I really get to do a lot of cool things with these ten megapixels. I'm like, all, all right, kid, good job. Maybe it's like a retro throwback thing where yeah. he's like. Trying to do some kind of like, oh, I'm gonna have a AOL look about this yeah. or something. It's my, like all my friends that have Polaroid cameras now, my it's catching on. My front facing camera is uh, 10 megapixels on my phone. Oh, there you go. So I, I get it. Yeah, I'm excited about that too. Good job, kid. I'm also not <laughs> yeah. nine. I guess I didn't have a 10 megapixel camera when I was nine. I had. Well, you don't have a cool robot either. I had a Game yeah. Boy camera, a, a four pixel camera. Aww. Uh Well, we do cut over to Arika doing a photo shoot with Icky and Metabi as she interviews them and uh, asks them the very, very important question that I think we all need to answer. Uh, what is your favorite anime TV show? Wow. Big question. <laughs> uh, it's got to be Metabot Season 7. <laughs> there's no, there's, I, as we've established, there's just no better animation out there. Yeah. All that Sean Bean mocap. <laughs> I love to say Metabot season fourteen. I feel like that's when they really settle into the um the the CGI model, uh, where it really starts to feel like authentic again. That's that's what I'll go for. But I know it just aired last year, so I, it's kind of like a you know a Fairweather fan kind of thing. But oh well. Is that the one with the tuning exams? <laughs> the Metabot My info dude, cards. They all they all have tuning exams. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I don't like anime because I'm not a nerd. So that's true. Only, only you only watch in the original German. <laughs> that's um, why. That's why you have to watch so many times. You're watching so many different versions, uh, and I don't speak German, which is really difficult. Um, so the difference here is uh, in the the dub. Arika's asking. It, it's a puff piece, and it's yeah. not very well written. She's a child talking like a child. In the sub, she's asking some pretty hard questions. And then, like, gets really, like, in-depth with her, like, writing about it. And it's, like, really cool to see her being a generally good journalist. And she is the first journalist in the world to prove aliens are real. A cat was named Michael, and one of her boyfriends was actually an alien. (laughs) Yeah. Also, like, all the Metabot shit that went on last season. But, like, she had a front row seat for all that stuff. She was the first journalist to do it. And it broke her, like, her grade school newspaper. Yeah. So it's nice to see that she's getting news because she is a good writer as opposed to everything else. <laughs> I do like that. Uh, what's her name? The kid from this episode who has a crush on somebody says to her, oh, your 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 journalism is interesting and fun. Yeah. And that's hard hitting journalism should always be number one. Interesting. Number two, have fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. N- no one likes a bummer. A... Esper. Yeah. Don't, don't, hey, you know what? Don't frame it as scandal and uh, controversy. Frame it as having a good time. Okay, so would you I, rather read... I don't read... know if that's true. I don't know if that's... I think what we're going to learn immediately is that doesn't get, that doesn't get clicks. That doesn't get page views. That doesn't, that doesn't sell the paper 
for a dime mm. is what we're going to find mm. out real real quick here. I don't know. Which would you rather read? A really dry newspaper or a tabloid? Would you rather read Scandal um, or Oopsie, <laughs> look who he's sleeping with? Uh, well, which one has Bat Boy in it? <laughs> uh, reading sucks and TV is better, as we will see in this episode. Especially a live broadcast. There is literally nothing in life more exciting <laughs> Than live television, and I am serious as a heart attack when I say that. Well, I think um, I think there's one thing that could be more exciting, and that's a live podcast, all right, which we're well, doing right now. I'm glad we're on Clubhouse, and we have all of these thousands of people in here. Right Isn't? Now. Let's take a question from the audience. You know what? Go ahead, pull somebody up here. Let's get someone in here asking some questions. Is it a live podcast? Oh, uh, just radio? Oh, I um, I, I want to know, Esper. What's what's your favorite Metabot? Uh, it's got to be Tachkoma. That's not a Metabot. It is a Metabot. Uh, Mitch, you want to back me up here? I knew it. Boom. It's an official Metabot, just like Raymond is official Metabot. Let's ban that guy. Get him out of here. Oh, no, no. That was really bad character work. I apologize. I don't. That. I don't know why. I loved it. I don't know why that guy fell off his microphone instead of just getting it turned off. Because uh, Meta B shot him a whole yeah. bunch. He's dead now. Yeah, good. Not he shot the floor out from underneath him, so he fell away from his microphone. Uh, good. Uh, so camera guy gets a delivery from Cam, and it's a big box with uh, a kilobot in it, uh, and it's a camera based. A metabot named Photoshoot with an F. Why? Why the F? I don't know. <laughs> um, it, its name is Flamecast in this up. Now, I like the cast part of it. I didn't like the flame part of it. Especially since it doesn't have any flame-based attack. Like, it has no. a flash, and it, like, shoots its, like, cello... It's, like, got giant, like, s- like, fucking film tape that it can grapple people with, and that's about it. Yeah. Maybe it was Framecast... Flash cast, you know what? maybe? I don't fucking know. Framecast might have been it. And it was just, you know, written down weird in my subtitles. I'll go you with that. You got these little frames. Oh, I don't I don't know why. First off, you don't use film in a megapixel camera. <laughs> but well, that's, uh, apparently okay. Photoshoot does. Uh, Cam is really getting uh, Camera Guy back in touch with real film. Um, okay, none of that digital shit, you know? <laughs> Yeah, you know. It's for, for phonies. Children who run multi-billion dollar corporations built on murder. You know, they, they're really into film as opposed to uh, digital movies. Yeah. I really want a warm look for all of these shots of Icky getting fucked up. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, though, that would be pretty nice. It's, if if you don't have the, the, the grain on there, you don't know that you're really watching a movie. Am I right? That, exactly. And... How else okay. are you going to know it's a live broadcast? Okay. I know we're making <laughs> jokes here, but Colin, we did actually talk about this last like, like last week. Did we? <laughs> like the benefits of a physical Oh, yeah. <laughs> we did go into DigiPaint and stuff. Yeah. No, that's, that is correct. Uh... <laughs> well, that's what Metabots is a series. If you examine the themes over the arc of all 28 seasons, it really is about like the emotional attachments that we build with our tools and the ways that we present media. I mean, you're not wrong. So everyone loves the expose on You don't really get to that until season 10. (laughs) So everyone loves the expose on Icky and Metabi, and he's super popular. uh, But the the broadcasting club reveals they have an exclusive. um, 
uh, and it's it's coming out uh, that Icky has been bumping into things, getting chased <laughs> by dogs. They get him coming out of the bathroom and wiping his hands. You know, just real Just looking like a real dickhead. Also. Yeah. Just a real piece of shit. Yeah, re- who bumps into a statue that looks like a person apologizes, and then it turns out it's not a real person? Yeah, uh, what kind of fucking moron gets chased by a dog? <laughs> I really respected Icky, and now yeah. I don't know what to think. <laughs> it was a Colonel Sanders statue, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, they had to change his suit black because, you know, rights. But, like, that's still pretty yeah. good. And also... Uh, they're laughing at him because he's coming out of the girls' bathroom. Oh, oh right. yeah. Well, well that's you know, fucked up. We know, as yeah. we know, like uh, you know, Icky is going through some stuff and, yeah. and experimenting with gender, looking looking at their you know their their big sister Nye and seeing the changes that she's gone through. Um, yeah, that just yeah. This like this lit, lit, literally uh, like wow, it is hot in here and I am tired. Uh, <laughs> it it uh, really supports our theory about Icky being, like, looking up to Nye and going, I'm just jealous. That's yeah. great. I, I, I buy I do, it completely. I do really hate that Nye hasn't appeared in these two episodes all that much. Uh, well, because we have Esper on. If we had Nye in here, we wouldn't talk about the rest of the show. We would just talk about Nye. This is true. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so, Arika realizes that people want want the hot goss uh and so she and brass sneak around on icky and metabee catch him throwing out a balling up an exam and throwing out throwing it out as trash and uses it to publish an expose that he's getting bad exam scores he's not doing his homework he's relying on his reputation as the second best world's meta fighter and uh just embarrasses icky all over school and gets some extra homework from from his teachers it's just you know she's she's throwing away her friendship so that she can win this this scoop competition. I would truly love for icky life ruining to be a competitive Olympic sport. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty good. Um, I really like this because uh, we know Arika is a great journalist, but we also know she will bend her morals in a competition <laughs> left and right. Do what it takes to win. She's super competitive. And if she has to fight dirty to do it, she will do it. Yeah. And like, I mean, how many clearly faked UFO pictures did she take before she got a real one? Like, hundreds. <laughs> All the ghosts in the toilet and everything, yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, so. I don't know why people wouldn't be reading her stuff. <laughs> like, she did take pictures of real aliens. I mean, this is, this is the thing. It's, uh, you know, people aren't not reading arika's uh magazine it's just that she's being forced to compete beyond levels that the economy can really support or that the medium can really achieve uh it's just you know a uh, big big corporate media just saying we need to pit these two different media organizations that can coexist side by side against each other so that we can just combine them into one and and you know get rid of one of these students and save some cost Print is dead. Start a Substack. <laughs> uh, get rid of one of the students. Are they going to kill the loser? Did I miss that? Yes. Oh shit! All right. Well, it's this one's gonna... also directed by Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're not going to kill the other student, but they are going to get expelled from school because they, since they're no longer you know contributing to the culture of the school, clearly they don't deserve to get an education there anymore. You can tell we're having a lot of good times in these two episodes since we're talking about how it's a libertarian hellscape and we couldn't do that the last three. Oh yeah uh <laughs> oh. oh man so uh photoshoot and Erika, uh begin competing for tabloid pictures um 
and Brass confronts Arika. Uh, she thinks that this is just being a tabloid journalist is wrong. They're abandoning their friendships. They're taking advantage of people. Um, and uh, that's when Arika and Camera Guy get into a fight chasing after a fire truck uh, of trying to get that good, good, you know, ambulance money. Um, which is when Brass and Photoshoot come to blows as they are trying to be the first one on the scene. Um, and uh, Brass gets knocked out. Uh, and the broadcasting club gets photos in the process. Uh, and it's rough, like, fucking, uh, you know, I mean, uh, Mitch, I know you, you have a, a very different thing. Like, we get some cutaway shots of photo shoot bashing brass to death, but I know the, the sub's a little bit different in a worse way. <laughs> the sub doesn't cut away. We see, uh, we see, uh, photo shoot just wailing on brass's head, screaming, say cheese every time. And just brutal, just say cheese crunch, say cheese crunch for, for too long of a you know time, that, actually. You know that German cinema, they just do not shy away from violence. Uh, yeah, so this is expressionist. It's, yeah. Uh, uh, this, this it's a callback to Cabinet of Dr. Well, yeah. really, well, This you, also inspired funny games. Uh, if I you, remember that. If yeah. you analyze it, it's all about how all of our media today just brutalizes little girls. Really. Oh. It's okay, a, but also cheese. I hate to see them beat up brass because I love. Brass. Oh yeah, no, uh, but we it was, it was tough to watch. Yeah, we yeah. find out. I'm glad they cut away. We find out in the next scene why brass took a beating through the fight. She lost on purpose. Uh, Nye is she hated what she was doing. She yeah. didn't want those pictures of that fight. Nye starts fixing her up and goes, "Brass, losing isn't like you. You've never lost. You must have let him win." <laughs> and like she's saying this jokingly, and she goes, "Yeah, I didn't want to win." I would have had to go gather news if I won. I couldn't think of a worse punishment. So she she got herself almost killed because she didn't want to take tabloid photos. It's a that, good point. Hey, your reward is you got to do your job. Finally, we see ethics in games journalism. Finally. <laughs> Brass out here doing doing what it takes. Yeah. Refusing to get those pictures of Spider-Man. Um, um, yeah. Uh, so Nye calls over Arika and goes like, hey, what what the hell, dude? And they're like, Iggy even admonishes her saying how shitty of a journalist she is. And he goes, and I'm not just saying that because I'm stuck doing homework because of you. Yeah. Uh, in, in the dub, we like, Nye specifically calls Arika out on not noticing like the stress fact fractures yeah. that were in Brass's leg from that first fight that like, you know, how could, how could you press your metabot like this? Do you really care about them? Like, you know, it's, uh, it's good, good, good moment. Um, to be fair, this uh, is like this is the first time out. Arika oh. and Brass have actually fought together in this is true in like a year and a half <laughs> well normally they just avoid fighting you know in, in a strategic manner but here they are um that's uh, why they've never lost 100 yeah. percent win rate yeah sun Tzu says you know never never start a fight you can't win i mean um, th- that was how karen won she was the legendary man <laughs> man fighter because she never actually fought yeah uh, but this is this is when they see a live broadcast. Uh, the broadcast broadcast. Uh, I cannot talk tonight. The broadcast club has obtained Moira's confession letter and are going to reveal the contents of it live on air. And this is when Arika realizes she has to step in to stop them to save her friend. Um, and you know, beats him up, admits live on camera that what she was doing was wrong as a journalist. Uh, Brass, newly repaired, stomps the shit out of photo shoot. Uh, and, uh, no yeah. question. This, yeah. <laughs> this fight is very good. We also learn that Brass has jets in her bow that's on the back of her head. 
So that's yeah. how she moves so fast, is she's using jet propulsion, which is rad as hell. Uh, she also yells out, now I'm fighting for my friends, which is how we know that, you know, she's a serious competitor in Smash Brothers. Um, um, uh, uh, photo shoot yells out, telephoto lens, and then summons a machine gun arm. Well, to be fair, as someone who has used broadcast equipment before, that is what a telephoto lens is. And you do use it to kill people. <laughs> um, this is weird. So uh, I was watching this, the dub part of this first, where uh, Brass goes to deliver the final kick, and they replay the kick twice afterwards. And I thought well, that yeah, was real weird. Yeah, it's that Quentin Tarantino directorship where you got to have that, you have to have that live replay. <laughs> so I popped over to the, the sub, and the exact same thing happened. <laughs> um, they got to make sure you see it, is the thing. And, That's uh, where all the budget this season and, went. In the sub, after he gets kicked in the face, he says the word rewind, which you sure, yeah, like do over, rewind, blah, blah, blah. But also, why say, why say rewind and then have her kick him in the face three times like that? I don't. I don't it's understand. Live broadcast, no uh, rewind. Well, you see, photo shoots into femdom, and that's why. Uh, oh, okay, that makes more <laughs> sense. That actually explains a lot about this episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, I I really didn't like how uh, um, flame cast or photo shoot looked at the beginning of this episode, but by the end of the episode, it really grew on me. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a cool design. I like uh, the tripod. I thought it was a neat. Uh, gimmick the 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 film look i like anybody who uh who does a spider-man shoot out a web grab people pull them close like i like that and then the fact that it's a giant piece of celluloid is just yeah it's nice (laughs) (laughs) it's i was less sold on that bit but that's just me being a a a person who uses cameras yeah (laughs) yeah but you know also did blind brass which they never explained why it didn't work the second time they blinded yeah, the first just, time. We're not falling for that again. Yeah. All right. My my. I turned off my eyeballs when you flashed me. Ha ha. I guess. Just close uh, their eyes this time. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, uh, but you know, after after they win, Arika admits on camera that she's sorry and apologizes to Icky, uh, and is embarrassed that she said that directly into a camera. And then we cut to. I guess this whole thing was also going to factor into an election. Which uh, the newspaper club wins by a landslide, which convinces the teacher that, one, they don't have to merge, and two, they can just get rid of the broadcast club. Um, (laughs) Okay, it is a little different. (laughs) Um, Because they got one vote for the broadcast club, and the rest went to uh, the newspaper club. And then Arika goes, yay, so I won. He goes, well, about that, we realized the day later that uh, there was room in the budget for both of you. (laughs) So this really didn't need to happen. Like, oh, okay, that's fine. She's like, why did this even happen then? This meant nothing. And I was like, well, that's Metabots for you. But you know, that's working in media. Uh... <laughs> you gotta spike that story. Yeah. Um, and also we find out that uh, Moira has a new fan- friend, Brandon, who very clearly she has confessed her love to that has just happened off screen. I guess. I don't know. This seems like maybe it happened more in the sub than it did anywhere else. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so at the end of the episode, they're talking to Nai and uh, complaining about what happened. And she goes, well, at least two good things happened. And then they cut to a, a scene of uh, Moria confessing to this boy and then him hugging her. And then we cut back out. And she goes, what's the second thing? And then we cut over to Icky still doing homework. And then they start <laughs> laughing at him for doing homework, I guess. Yeah. 
I guess. What a nerd. Well, he's having a lot. Of, he's doing Chinese homework, and he can't understand Chinese, so he's really upset. That's the joke. Icky's too dumb to know Chinese, I guess. What an idiot. Oh, man. What an idiot child that doesn't know Chinese, which we all on this podcast clearly do. I I do. I just don't say it because I don't feel like I have to show off. Yeah, I'm not going to say it in case Icky's listening, and then therefore he would learn <laughs> from me because that's his own fault. Uh, he's he's going to feel like a real dumbass. <laughs> I hope Icky doesn't listen to the show because I call him a shitty idiot almost like ten times an episode. <laughs> We are very mean to a kid here. Hey, he deserves it. It's fine. Uh, we're really true. nice to almost all the other kids. Almost. I mean, Cam sucks, but that's because I doubt he's a kid. You I'm know, not, he's I'm not barely c- in these two episodes is the important thing. I'm uh, not calling it and saying he's an alien, but... No, he's just a weird kid. Yeah. Like. <laughs> he's just got a messed up Charlie Brown head. It's fine. Whatever. He's just out here handing out advanced broadcast equipment in the form of metals. Yeah, which include sniper equipment and machine guns and what have you. <laughs> He's the head of a corporation and decided his best way to sell robots is to kill other robots. He's Icky's dad's boss. Yeah. He's Ginyu. <laughs> I mean, he could be Icky's dad's well, boss. Icky's dad does not have scruples. We know this. Icky's dad loves two things. He loves his wife. And he loves war crimes. <laughs> That's it. That's two loves. Also, his kids sometimes, yeah. I guess. Yeah, you know. Uh, but yeah, Esper, what do you love on the internet? And by that, I mean, where can people find you and what do you do? <laughs> Uh, that's a great question. People can find me at twitter.com slash espercontrol. Um, I also edit the insert credit podcast, which is available at insertcredit.com and anywhere fine podcasts are distributed. Um, if you're listening to this show, you could also listen to that one. I don't know if there's a lot of crossover, but I, uh, I assume um, people who like metabots would also like video games. Uh, yeah. Well, probably. they don't like playing also, them. the show's on YouTube now. I've started doing a weird experimental visuals sort of version of the show yeah. that's uploaded day and date with the podcast itself. So if you have a YouTube, maybe you can watch it over there. Just look up insert credit. That's great. Yeah. You do a good job with that. Also, uh, I'm, I'm trying real hard at some point in my life here, pr- hopefully as soon as possible to try and, uh, go freelance editing because I don't like my day job very much. So if you have a podcast, you need edited, my rates are not yet determined. Get in touch. <laughs> if you want your podcast to sound better than this podcast, you should hire Esper. Uh. There you go. <laughs> I'm not editing anything, so I don't want to comment on anything at all. Well, Perfect. what you can comment on is where people can find you on the internet, Mitch. <laughs> they can find me at Big Bad Beat Boy on Twitter. That is the only place that I talk to strangers. It's the safest place. Uh, Colin. Twitter? Twitter. I don't think so. <laughs> it's easy. Just don't interact with people. It's fine. It, it's it's a little live Listen, journal that I post that sometimes you, you two like. It's fine. Uh, Twitter is fine as long as you somehow have made, self, made sure that you're grandfathered into the way that Twitter existed in 2010. And just, you know, don't use the official Twitter app and you're fine. Uh, oh, absolutely. No. Um, Colin, where can people find you on the internet currently? People can find me at my public accounts at Pagetish. That's P-A-D-G-E-T-T-I-S-H. You can also uh, request to follow my private account, if you're cool, at uh, Pagetesque. That's P-A-D-G-T-T-E-S-Q-U-E. 
Um, you can also check out uh, my other show, uh, Commonwealth Climate Talks, where I talk to Virginia-based climate activists. Uh, had a really, really good episode about uh, diversity and um, uh, just, you know, the state of environmentalism being very white recently uh, with a watchdog organization uh, and their chief executive, Andres Jimenez. It's a great episode. I highly recommend you listen to it. Uh, probably going to be talking to a drag queen that does drag in the woods uh, for Pride. I'm very excited about that one. Um and yeah, uh, sometimes I also talk about Gundam on Waku Robot. You should go check out Waku Robot for more robot stuff. If you like Metabots, you will probably like that show. And uh, yeah, you can find the podcast at MetaWatch and at MetaRotch. Uh, I assume if you have listened to this many episodes, you're probably already following both of those Twitter accounts. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, and yeah, I'm just excited that Metabots is good again. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Thank thank you, Esper, for coming on the show and making Metabots good again for us. <laughs> and fixing Metabots. Yeah. Don't worry. Season four is pretty good. Season five is just gas straight through. Okay, yeah. Um, it, I hear that for uh, season 11, you should get a skip list. How do you feel about that? Or should you just really take it all in? Anyone who skips the garbage dump arc is just... <laughs> Not even watching Metabots, IMO. It's so. you know, it's I I know it's where all the good like like socialist takes about the series really come from. Exactly. Yeah. Where I th- once we abolish metals, we will all be free. Metabots! Metabots!